Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. Callan Patterson of the O'Callan clan. Of the O'Callan. In the clan. Not that clan, you naughty, naughty people. Anywho, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle. <laughs> the number one drug free sponsorship foundation. In all the drug-free world, <laughs> if you are looking for for a solid foundation to stand on in a vehicle to drive your goes like a what does It's like a max through ice cream with sprinkles. It's I am fantastic, um, coffee, unlike our little guest we have with us tonight who's hanging out with her mom. But, uh, oh. you know, cheerio. 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 That great kind of stuff. And all that rush. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go and tell Well, for those of us who weren't able to attend last night, we did have a special show, which normally doesn't happen because, you know, we're Tuesday, Thursday kind of crew. But uh, there yes, was a are. little real talk action on a Wednesday, so KP wanted to bring everyone up to speed on that show and where the, what they should look for in the archives. Well, we had Miss Anna, Anna Marie Tavo, uh, another guest at the uh, at the PNBA uh, Natural North American fabulous show. It went uh, really well, really well, and she was on, and she was our special guest down at our gym today. And actually did the class, the kickboxing class with us, and, and just really headlined and, and did a lot of promotion for the natural industry. I am so thankful for people like that because we can help get their names out into the community. And we had many people that showed up, and she was actually a dog by staying around after the show was over to take uh, pictures with the, the many guests at the gym, the people who came in for the class, and also to go over to JoJo's uh, Physical Therapy Center and talk to the members out there. So, you know, she really did an awful lot uh, for the natural community, and I just wish we could get more natural athletes. Oh, my goodness. What what the heck? Well, well, I guess what? What am I guessing? What am I guessing? Oh, oh, so nervous. What am I supposed to be guessing? What, who said that? Where, where that no, I know that. No. Anywho, uh, we had a lot of fun doing that, and, you know, had it's just been a great day. Um, I, I'm sorry that it had to end, but I know that there's a big show coming up. Uh, Dad, I'll pass it back to you. All right, well, no need to pass it back to me, dude. So, folks, check it out. Um, hit the archives, and uh, you'll be able to uh, tune in to all of the greatness that was on a Wednesday night. Yes, Kaylin? 
time. I'm just feeling so bad for the baby. No. She's doing all right. She's just choking on an on an apple that she's eating because she's got a healthy mom. So we go into the, to the the gas station and, and my daughter picks out apples and bananas as her treat. That's well, awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So, so I'm winning as a mom. Good. I'm like, oh. That great food is. You are her. winning as a mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Why don't you go ahead and up? Finish your finish your platform for our speakers tonight, including our little apple leader back there. You want me to do it? I, I think the the little one can do it much better than I. Well, but she might need a drink of water first, so why don't you help her out and lead her, give her a little moment? Okay. Uh, does she want me to guess what again before we go? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Dad. Don't kill me. Do not kill me. One joke too many. I know I'm near death. Uh, I, I'm sorry, listeners. Dez will not kill me on this episode. I will begin the show. We have a hard go-getter and somebody who's not a quitter. Because I, it's been crazy because I've been to a lot of shows this year. And believe it or not, I've seen this woman on stage quite a few times during that time. And she has looked fabulous. Uh, owned the show many times, and at one show in particular, I, I thought she had a great chance, and it seems that it didn't turn in her favor. And then, lo and behold, I saw her last weekend looking phenomenal and fantabulous once again, and she presented herself amazingly. And she finally got the nod, and I was so happy because I, I knew that, that she was just on the cuff every single time. And it was just a matter of time before that fell away. And most of the time, uh, competitors when don't when they look like she did and don't win, it's usually uh, a five-speed rant on one of the social mediums. She didn't take that route. She she worked even harder, stepped on stage, and did her her top notch again, and got the win and got her pro card, and just did amazing in in doing so. So, Jen, please introduce yourself and talk to the child, and please get that child some water, and we'll begin the show. Hi, I'm Jennifer Lover. On Facebook is probably where you'll ever find me. I'm not really an IG person, just never picked up that format, and I kind of find it toxic, to be honest. Um, mm. It'll be Jennifer Tobin Lover. Me and my husband share a profile because he's older, and so... It's just easier to share a profile and get connected with his family that's all across the state. Um, this year has been a roller coaster of a ride, and this is actually Healthy. my first year doing the Natural Leagues. Um, the prior two years, I did um, NPC shows, one a year, and um, I had a good experience at my first one. It was phenomenal. At my second one, I did not necessarily have that great of experience, but that promoter has since... Uh, shut up shop because the athletes quit coming out because of a lot of things that, that went on. So hopefully, you know, Minnesota will get picked up and we are getting, yeah, I'm in Minnesota. So we are getting picked up by a a new promoter doing some new shows. And so that's, that's good to see because there's athletes here and and we want to compete and and we want to have fair shows and good shows and, and, and see the judging done right, and, and I, I think it will be done with the people that are starting to step up and, and pick it up. 
very good. Very good. Well, I mean, and it's always so. Congratulations on your on your recent win. It sounds like so that's always exciting. And um, <laughs> that is one heck of an apple going on in the back seat. It must be a good one. It's got to be a good one. She's never like this otherwise, and now all of a sudden she is. You know how it is. She's going to be a, a star when she gets up on that stage, too. I tell you what, uh, there was no one more happy at Mom's win this weekend than, than her because they, they – they, her and my son, who doesn't know about it yet, we haven't picked him up from summer camp. He's, we're picking him up tomorrow. Have oh, been kind of as floored as me on why why mommy hasn't won in the past. Or like, but you look phenomenal, mom, and you're always at the gym and you're always eating right. And you know, they they want the crown and the swords, and and they're like, well, did you bring home a crown this year? And it's like, no, I'm sorry, honey. You know, I, I didn't win. I don't have the crown. I don't have the sword. Um, it's hard to, for them to grasp because they are younger, but you know, they do realize that yeah. I'm not a, a quitter and that I'm a fighter. And I'm like, you know, you can't always get first and you have to be happy. And I, with, with, you know, what you brought and what you did and that you completed the task at hand and you didn't give up and didn't give in. And that's the more important less, lesson and goal in life than winning. You can't always win. So it's nice to show them that even though I've got knocked on my face a few times and one of them being most brutal was my previous show before the North American that, you know, you just have to pick yourself up again and, and, and go for it again. If this is something that you really want, <laughs> nothing in life is easy. And if it was easy for me, it wouldn't be validated. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and that is such great advice to start out with. And I mean, we touch on that a couple different times that it can't always be, you can't always win, and not at everything. I mean, some people, you know, not even Michael Jordan won everything. You know, he won a lot, but not quite everything. But those are just good words of wisdom to live by. So I hope you guys had your pencils and your notepads out there and you wrote that one down and slapped that on your computer monitor because sometimes you're just going to need to remind yourself that it's not always going to be your day, but there will be days that it is your day, no doubt. Uh, so before we get too far down the road that led you to the North American last weekend, um, several of our listeners, Jacob included, are interested in, um, you know, your background a little bit and what got you started in natural bodybuilding. So I got started in bodybuilding after I gained a lot of weight from my first pregnancy. Um, I gained 80 pounds and I had an emergency unplanned C-section, and after that was all said and done, I'm just, I, I, I had about, oh, 30, 40 pounds yet to lose, and I was like, this just sucks. I don't like being heavy. My body aches. I need to fix this. So I started going to the gym and um, hired a personal trainer to lose the last 20 pounds because I just didn't know what I was doing right. And she's like, you need to quit doing so much cardio, you need to pick up some weights, and you need to eat more, which was all crazy to hear because that's not what, you know, mainstream media was feeding at the time five years ago and even still feeding us now. But I was like, okay, I trust you. You look phenomenal. Let's do this. So I hired her for 12 weeks to show me how to lift weights and and to step away from the cardio and, and start picking up the weights and not being afraid of it. And I, I fell in love with it. And I'm one of those personalities, and there's a great book that kind of depicts my personality. It's called Unstoppable, where enough is never enough. Once I complete a task, I, I, I can't seem to live in it 
too terribly long and revel in it before I'm like, well, I want something new. What's next? What's next? I'm always a future planner. I'm a long game, long, long-term game player. Always have been that way. And so is my husband. So we work well together. So I, I started seeing a few other girls in the gym who were putting on the sparkly bikinis and I knew them before they started their, you know, their cuts and their prep and what they look like. And then close to before stage, posing in, in the mirrors and, and I was like oh my gosh it's amazing they looked incredible before they started this now they look fantastic I'm like I want to do this so I started my first prep with a coach that went to my gym and um, a couple months into my first prep I actually got pregnant with our second child uh, was in the back now wow that's then. a great prep and, and, <laughs> and so I had her I had her and I said you know what I said I was going to do this and I'm a person who, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So not even 18 months later, I stepped on stage and lost 30 pounds in 14 weeks, which I wouldn't recommend. But, you know, your first your first cut and your first prep is never prep. It's, it's a big learning curve. So I did it, and um, I won that show, which hooked me. And then I was like, i got to do this again the next year. And my husband's whole thought process was, why? You you look phenomenal. Why, why do you want to do this again? You won. And I said, because I want to beat the old me, the, the girl I brought to stage last year, and, and I want to prove to myself that I'm not a one-hit wonder that I can do this again because it does take a lot of dedication, motivation, determination, okay. because it's not I'm, not, I'm not always motivated. You guys know, you go to the gym and, and do this. Sometimes it's just, it's just like, okay, I got to do this end goal and you just you just show up and before you know it you're seven eight sets in and you're like okay i got this i just got a few more things and, and i'm going to be done mm. and then i decided to go to the natural leagues this year because i had been stalking facebook with some like friends and i'd been stalking kind of tara tara thatcher a little bit and then watching the tara come up in my feed like every year and I kept seeing those white pictures that Keegan does and I'm just like oh my god those look fabulous everybody looks like they're having fun I'm like how fun would it be to go to an event that's all women I'm like that would be cool I'd like to experience that so finally I stepped up and I said I'm gonna I'm gonna hire hire Tara because I've never done a tea walk I don't understand this I've never done quarter turns I don't understand this and I don't want to come up on stage and not present my best even though I may have the best physique, you're not going to always win if you don't have the posing to back it up. So I teamed up with her. Um, in the meantime, I also got another new coach. My coach's coach moved into town um, from being out of state, and she was such a good coach that she's like, hey, if you think I took you far, he's going to take you further because he got me my pro card back in the day. So she connected me with him, which I think is very big of someone to do. And we all teamed up, and I did I did the Diva. And I had a really great experience there backstage because I had a lot of girls that I knew being part of Tara's group. And then, although the Diva didn't go my way, you know, I tied for first. And, you know, Mike Newman said he felt like I really had it, and I blew it away, and I only did the one category, and I came out and dominated. You know, it got me hooked and talked me into doing – my next show with the Naturals, and I stepped onto stage for the Junior USA's. Um, I blew that out of the park with my physique. I, I've never seen my body that lean, that shredded. I wish I had taken more pictures, but unfortunately, that show did not go my way, and I ended up taking second, and I got judges' feedback that said that I came in maybe a little bit too muscular, too lean for bikini. And 
it really threw me down a rabbit hole. And I told all my friends, I said, I'm in my own winter right now. I'm in an abyss. And I said, I don't even know where rock bottom is, and it scares me. Amidst all of this, you know, I, I thought I was going to walk away from the naturals. I thought I was going to walk away from competing for the rest of the year. But, you know, I kind of reached out to a few people, and Mike Newman from Iron Man Magazine reached out to me, and he's like, you are a pro competing at amateur level. He's like, you cannot give up now when you're so close to the to, to the to the diamond, to the end game. He's like, you just need that card. And he's like, once you step out of the pro stage, you're going to match what's up there. So he talked me into and recommended doing the North American. And so I started looking at it, and I'm like, this does look like a really great show. I, I was kind of excited to know that Denny from the IMBA, PNBA, head of it all, was going to be there. And I'm like, oh, how awesome would it be to meet him and talk to the man who started this all? And then I had no idea – you know, up until when I got to the show, that also his wife and his daughter were coming. So they were very inspirational to me. And staying at the host hotel is a big thing that I shout out to say to do because that night before the show, I saw Denny in the lobby, and I'm a very bold and forthright person and very straight to the point. People love me for it or they hate me for it. Um, and I saw him in the lobby, you know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to go up. I'm going to introduce myself. I know he doesn't know me. We're friends on social media, but I just want to say hi. And it was awesome, and then I got to spend some more time with him after the show, and then I even got to talk to him in the morning. He came down for breakfast about the same time that I did, and we got to talk for, like, another half an hour, and just his love and passion for the sport and and having these events everywhere and growing it beyond what it is now. You know, he's, he's going to take this this organization places, and he's definitely dedicated to it, and it motivates me to continue this competition year, because I'm like, well, I've been doing this since January already, so what's what's a few more months? <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, the way the show went, I was very proud of that, and I'm also happy that everybody there was tuned in and helping each other. I, I really like that. I mean, I, I I know it's something that's far for the course, but I don't want to ever anyone to ever think I'm taking that for granted. I love how everybody molds and gels and, you know, helping each other out, out uh, backstage and all that stuff. Because there was a lot going on. And, you know, a lot of people that had committed to Denny didn't uh, didn't show up. So in the back, you know, back, back scene, it was a lot of, of craziness. But we still found a way to make it mesh and gel. And no one in the audience knew what was going on. Because the show was running that smooth. So, you know, I, I, I just want to say thanks for, you know, all you guys are doing to make sure that all the women were being addressed and getting up on stage on time. Because, you know, the the lighting, it, it was just crazy how we just lost the lighting all of a sudden. And it was just a dark place. So we had to get lighting from somewhere. And we had to get chairs. And then we had, I mean, there's just so much going on. So, you know, a, a lot of the craziness that, that makes the show also kind of makes it a memory worth remembering because all of that insanity is what makes it fun and when you get through it successfully it's always great so you ladies getting up stage in those heels I mean getting up those stairs in the heels was just uh, phenomenal especially with the poor lighting that you had and I was thinking guys that nobody twisted a broken ankle but from that aside you know there's also the insanity of, of basically getting the music right and, and once again <laughs> Uh, I I did get mine out there in time, but I'm I'm kind of used to it. Uh, were you able to get your song, Jen? 
Um, you know, for all of the key girls in non-pro division, we ended up just doing it to house music, which was fine for okay. me because it was a song that I knew. So I was like, hey, I can just pick this up. I'm going to hit my poses. I'm going to sing a little bit to the song, mouth to the song. And, and I I brought some energy to the stage, I felt, and, and I could see the judges lighting up and seeing that I was having a good time. And, and I hope the audience behind them was having a good time. You know, as a competitor, you have to engage a lot with, the judges first, and then the night show. I spend more time engaging with the audience. Yeah, and I was I was glad to see that because it, it when you have a physique like yours, it's it's eye catching. But when you have the charisma to back it up, that's what makes the difference. Because uh, Miguel was the men's physique guy. I mean, no, I'm sorry, my apologies. The men's classic physique, and he was—he could hold the stage too. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of his, his routine, but he is just a natural on stage, and he—he was—it was just really nice mm-hmm. to watch him doing his thing. But you know, you two stood out, and uh, Kayla was another one, and then oh, who else was it? Oh my goodness, Anna Marie! How the heck did I forget her? We've been with her all day today. So, you know, there were certain ones that just can own the stage, and, and, and it's just a beautiful thing to watch. But just to be out in the audience and have them captivated as well is what the show is missing. And I don't know why we have people that are so driven to do away with the posing and the night routines when it, when it basically draws the, the audience in and they become part of it. Because the one thing I don't like seeing is basically when somebody's family member is done on the stage and they leave. We have to do something to keep people in the seats, or what's the point in, 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 in having them there? If all we're going to do is basically do quarter turns and mandatory. So, you know, it's uh, it was really something to see. That is, that is a comment that my husband has made from the switch from our NPC time now to go into natural leagues. Is he's like, hey, you know, people seem to hang around a lot more at these shows and not just leave after the competitors that, that they came for. Uh, you know, are done on the stage because of those routines. And I know that my husband and my friend that's been coming to me at all these shows, they really enjoy it. They think it's cool because some of these people come up with some unique moves, some unique songs. Yes. And, and it, it does add to the audience's experience of the overall, you know, show than just being up there and saying, okay, turn, 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 here's your beautiful award. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Yes, ma'am. And, and, and it, it just, you can't really engage in that. And I noticed that there's a lot more engagement, and we had a lot of people screaming, yelling for people. And I was like, oh, is that one of your family members? Is that somebody you know? And they're like, no, but they did such an awesome job up there. You know, kudos to that. And it's like they were getting more uplifted and excited when you were doing what you do. I know they had a lot of fun with mine because, uh, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk about that later. But anywho, (laughs) it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun when they can engage in it. And, uh, yeah, thank God I didn't wear the uh, the brown one. I'll just say that. <laughs> you know, and I, I happen to be one of those athletes where the um, – the the posing routine is not my favorite part of the show, only because I think it's harder for me, but I'm getting better at it. And I will say the more you put into it, the more – the the more participation you get from the audience. And it really is an aspect of the competition that is, is kind of just for them. I mean, and it's one of the reasons that 
that a lot of promoters put it in the show is to give the athletes their, you know, 15 seconds plus another 30 so the people that came there to watch them can really see them do their stuff. Um, because unless you're coming to the prejudging and watching the mandatories, you don't really get to see your athlete on stage for all that long. So I understand why it's there. Yeah, I appreciate that it's there. I doubly appreciate all the athletes who take it to the next level and get excited about it. I'm trying to become one of those. But uh, for those of you out there that it's hard for them too and you always opt out of it, opt, opt yourself back in. I always opt in to do it even though it's not my thing. So I would just encourage you to uh, to do it because it's just going to help you become a better competitor and forces you to practice even more on how to show your assets to the judges. So so think about that. Think about that. <laughs> You would use that. I see it as a great opportunity to just get more comfortable with, with the stage. And that's another reason why I moved from yes. the NPC to the natural leagues is with the NPC, it's just so quick on and off. And you just, you don't get a lot of time to try to get that comfortability on stage. And it, your, your first time out there, you're so blinded by the lights and, and the experience and the adrenaline rush, you know, never good there. So, I mean, the Naturals, with those T-walks, you just have more time to settle in and, and to own that stage and realize that it's not as scary and that it is about you while you're up there and, and getting those judges' attention and, and getting the audience engaged in wanting to pick you as the winner because not only do you have a physique, hopefully, that you have conditioned and brought to stage properly, but you're up there and you're shining and you're engaging people. People are like, hey, yeah, I, I, I want you to win. The popularity vote in this sport is just as important as bringing the the T's and I's that are dotted when it comes to the scorecard criteria. Yeah, no doubt, go. no doubt, and that's and that's a good a good way to uh, look at that too. Um, I do have to ask though, Jennifer, what um, led you to kick off your career in the NPC? Was it just because you didn't know there was a natural alternative, and the NPC was the only organization you knew of, or? What led you down that path yeah. first before you came on over to the to the lighter side? NPC was just what everybody in my gym was doing, mm. and what I knew, and it was what my coach knew. So I just naturally went to NPC because that, that's all I thought really kind of was out there. That's all you ever kind of saw in the mainstream media and what was what was around me. And then once I got into the sport, then you start you know searching and looking and and, and seeing other things out there and other avenues. And, I mean, I've always been a drug-free person. And for me, at my level in bikini, I don't feel like it makes that much of a difference. I'm, and for me, I'm it like, does. whatever. If I beat you, if, if I beat you straight up with, with, with a clean physique, I, I, it's even more of a big win for me. But at the same time, now that I'm getting older, I, I am trying to instill certain values into my children I want them to know that mom is a drug-free person. And, and that was actually something that offensively happened to me is I lost so much weight so quickly because I dedicated myself to that prep that my grandmother, just before that show, and I still haven't forgotten, we were in a car ride together. She's like, you know, she's like, I just got to ask you this. And she's just as blunt as me. And I said, yeah, okay, grandma, go. Shoot, what, what do you got to ask me? She's like, are you, are you on drugs? Are you taking drugs? And I said, no, Grandma, absolutely not. I'm like, you know me. I'm a very holistic person. I won't even take aspirin unless I have a really bad headache. And you know it's bad if I finally turn into, you know, Tylenol or Aleve or whatever it may be. 
but she's like, hey, the family's just been saying, you know, because you lost it so quick that, you know, it must be enhanced in some way. And I was like, no. And I'm like, you know what, I'll prove you guys wrong in the future. And I think that started my search, too, to be like, well, what's out there that I can prove to you guys that I'm not on drugs and I'm not doing drugs and that's not the type of person I am. And and she should know that, too, just because I, you know, I'm a – I'm a CDL driver. I drive dump truck. I own a heavy equipment operator. So, I mean, I'm drug tested on the regular just whoa, because whoa, I have wait, that wait. license. Uh, we didn't hear about that part. Uh, hello. Yeah. Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just, I was, yeah, I was just saying I, I have a CDL. I have a commercial driver's license. So, I mean, we are subject to random drug tests at, at any time because we hold that license. And, I mean, even that, you know, I can't blow over a .04 in my own personal vehicle without being over the legal limit for me as uh, as an individual. But I'm not a big drinker, so that doesn't hurt me one bit. I could care less. Yeah, well, we didn't hear about that part in your bio. Um, before we go any further, can we uh, please get an update on that? So um, in my personal life, I uh, I'm an owner in a construction company, and we do uh, we build homes, we do uh, excavation, and then I own my own developing company. So I do heavy earth moving. I do developments both residential and commercial in the Rochester area in Minnesota, um, and it's been it's been a rough one, but I love it. I'm always the girl who takes the 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 path of most resistance because I am a woman in a man's industry. Um, and the old boy network doesn't like me, but they have realized that I will not back down, and I'm here to stay. Ooh. So I've done two developments That's in Rochester, right. so they're starting to take me, starting to take me seriously. And I'm a full-fledged operator as well. I operate anything that has an engine, wheels, tires, tracks, you name it. I own it and I operate it from track hose to bulldozers to, in my personal time, I love to ride my motorcycle. You know, stick uh, 18-speed uh, dump truck, that, that's me in it driving, no problem. Okay, yes. I'm, I'm a happy yes. right. It is. <laughs> I'm loving it. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm, all I'm, I'm a Jill. <laughs> I'm a Jill of all trades. It's pretty much my friends say it's easier to say what Jennifer doesn't do than what she does because on top of it all, because I do all this stuff in housing. I'm also a realtor, so I do it from beginning to end. Wow. Impressive. No doubt. <laughs> okay. Now, uh-oh, there's the coughing again. But I'm going to get back to the uh, to the original question I wanted to ask, and that was, you know, as, as uh, a mother and a competitor and everything else, it seems, you know, balance. Is, is key for, for being and I know when I was talking with you guys at, at, the, uh, at the after party you know there's a lot that goes on with you guys communicating and I love the little subtle things you do to basically stay engaged with each other even as you're talking with uh, us and uh, your friends is that something that took time and or is that something that just came along with the marriage and is something you were already into um, my husband and I now have been married for 13 years, and that awful saying that people tell you when you're not there, when you know, you know, that definitely mm-hmm. hit and clicked for us. Um, we we met each other, and three days later, I moved in. Two weeks later, we got engaged, and then a year and a half later, we got married. 
purely because I wanted to be 21 when we got married so I could drink at my own wedding, and I wanted to make sure that there was nothing legitly wrong with this man before I married him. I'm like, why hasn't some other woman snatched this amazing man up? And he has he, – he's my rock. He's, he's one of my pillars. He, You know, he has always supported me in anything and everything that I do with my life because he didn't marry a bodybuilder. When I was – when we got married, I was nowhere near this sport, not even really into fitness. I was just a skinny – skinny fat girl is what we like to call ourselves, you know, when you're kind of in shape, but you don't really do a lot with it. And so he's seen me progress to this and he's seen my love and passion and he supports me. However, he did say after the beginning of the North American, the prejudging, he's like, if you don't win this show, I'm done coming to your shows. He's like, I just don't get it. I hate the subject subjectiveness of this, of this sport. He's like, if you get robbed again, he's like, I'm done. He's like, you can continue, but I'm done supporting you. So I'm, I'm glad that I got the win because I didn't, I didn't want to lose him backing me up. But I think we're both refreshed now uh, from finally getting the validation that I've been looking for. And, you know, we're looking forward into, you know, where do I want to take this? Where am I going next? And we, we've always had that click. We've always connected because we share every aspect of our lives together. We have the children. We have the businesses that we run together because he does the construction with me as well. You know, we're our left and right hand. And, you know, I've learned so much from him, and he's learned so much from me on other aspects that I I attribute to our relationship. We just we work on what we have because we know the grass is green where you make it green. And if, it's, if you don't work on it, it's never going to work for you. And you can only make your happiness yourself. No one can make you happy but yourself. So we're firm believers in making yourself happy and being centered with who you are and, and how do you define yourself before trying to take care of others. And on the flip side, when I'm not being so selfish with this sport, because it is a selfish sport, no one can say it's not because you have to be kind of selfish toward the end to get there and get it done. I'm all about taking care of my family. I'm a farm girl, so I'm big into cooking, having people over, just socializing and, and taking care of my husband. I still cook clean, do the laundry on top of everything else that we're doing. But during prep, he definitely picks up a little bit of the housework, I will admit, <laughs> because I, I, I'm so exhausted by the end of the day of getting home, taking care of my clients and my workouts. But, yeah, we've just always had each other's backs, and we know that, you know, our circle, we're tight. No matter what happens, we're going to take care of ours first, and then we'll we'll continue to take care of people around us who take care of us. I, I totally agree. Um, I have to backtrack because I, I definitely want to talk about the last show you did before the the Natural North American. And you know, me oh. and Newman were our heads because he was like he, he was kind of frustrated. Because, you know, he, he thought you had, had pulled it before, and I hadn't seen you yet. And so he was telling me, you know, when I was coming up this way to see you the first time, you know, look out for her. She's going to do some amazing things. And uh, don't be surprised if you see a pro stepping on stage on an amateur, or, you know, a pro stepping on an amateur stage because she's not a pro yet, but she's on her way. So, you know, I, I was really looking out for it. And then when I saw you, I actually thought they had a pro am. So, you know, that was a plan. So I I thought you were in the pro category, and I basically bypassed you because I never thought about it. And then to find out that's exactly the person he was talking about. So when when, uh, you didn't win, I I think I was one of those that dropped their phones because I was taking the pictures on the side of the stage, and I was hoping I didn't, you know, 
embarrass anybody because I, I literally dropped my phone when, when you weren't called because of, uh, well, it is real talk, so it is real talk. I, I, did, I, I did not have the person that won as the winner. And, you know, I get the subjectivity. I, I get that. And I get people going back and forth. And we've talked about this before, and I think this was Courtney Miles, if I'm correct, uh, says that we, we had a show with her and I on there talking about that. Because, you know, I I, I, uh, I don't want to get into a rant. I do it every show. Um, there's criteria that we're all given to read. And if we adhere to that, then subjectivity is lessened a great amount. Uh, Earl Snyder has also been one that has spoken uh, openly about this because he, he vehemently disagrees with how fast a, a, a wave can be given for subjectivity if we're not adhering to the criteria. So, you know, as judges, we have a job to do. As competitors, you have a job to do. And if we're not doing our jobs correctly, then the sport suffers. And I think that was one of those times where it took a, a, a massive blow because you have people in the audience. It, when there's that much silence in the audience, it's really hard to explain that post-show. And it, it's, it's one of those situations where what do you do? And it, it just, you know, it's just one of those things. And so it, it, it really hit hard. And, you know, I, I apologize for it because I was there. And, and I, you know, regardless what was said, I, I, you know, I've had a chance to talk to some of the, the judges. It, it was just one of those situations where the ball was dropped. So, you know, on behalf of them, I, I will apologize on that. But I thank God that you did not give up. And you kept pushing through because I know it's not easy. I know it's not easy to step on stage again after you've been handed something that doesn't belong to you. And that's the best way I can say it. And Des, you know what I'm talking about being uh, when I was on the on stage with the enhanced individual and finding out, you know, all the accolades that should have been my way went him, and then he got caught later. So it, it's not an easy situation to be to deal with, and thoughts of just stepping away from it are really easy, and I'm thankful that you did not. And I'll pass it over to you, Jen, and you can talk about it now. You know, I don't yeah, know if that I've got too much more to add to that. Was, was, Go ahead. That show was so devastating, and it was it was so devastating that, like, I mean, I stepped off stage, I took a shot. He had pulled me out of there because he could see that I, I, I was – I was losing my shit. Sorry, but I, I, I you know, I, I came into that show three pounds lighter than the diva, and one of the judges from the diva had said, "Hey, you know, I think we would have given you the win if you came in a little bit tighter." So I took it to, I took it to heart, and a month later, I brought in a tighter, cleaner physique and, and just as good at posing, if if not better. I've never heard any complaints about my posing and presentation. They've always said it's been on and, and behind a girl who, I'm sorry, she had cellulite in her legs still, where I was at eight weeks out, nine weeks out, it, it, it was it was absolutely devastating, and it made no sense to me, and it, it threw me down it threw me down the rabbit hole, really, really hardcore, and my coach was 
equally as floored because he's like, hey, you're going to get the win, and I'm so sorry that I'm not there for you because he had another competitor. It was the first time stepping on stage that he had to go to her show, which I completely understand. I'm a seasoned competitor, so I was like, yeah, you need to go where you need to be best at. But, yeah, and, and I I cried, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a crier, and I cried, and I was just so, so upset and just so lost and so much of a mixed bag of emotions that, I mean, that's all my husband and I talked about for two weeks after every night after we got done putting the kids to bed or done with clients or work. That's all we just keep and spinning and we got nowhere. And it made me so sick to death because I'm a very decisive person who, you know, I, I make decisions quickly and accurately or, you know, within a, a reasonable time and just keep talking about it over and over again for two weeks. It just, ah, oh, it drove me insane. And I had no idea until you you reached out to me at North American just this weekend, you know, that there was, you felt, you know, uh, there was a judging error, uh, the ball was dropped, you know, and it, yeah, it, just, it really got to me because I was like, how can this girl win in the fitness category, which has completely different criteria than the bikini category, come into bikini, and not only that, but do some poses that I felt were less than flattering and not necessarily in line with the organization's, you know, posing criteria, and then take it all. I was just, I was floored, and, and I went into a, what I call my winter, and I just, I got super depressed, and I said, fine, F it. I'm going to eat half a pan of brownies. I don't care. Why do I care? I brought my best physique ever in my whole entire bodybuilding career, and it wasn't enough, or it was too much. I found out, you know, a week later after getting the judges criteria, and I'm like, really, too much? I, I mean, I know there's a fine line, and us athletes can cross it, but I felt like I got so penalized for crossing it. I'm like, really? When I hit all the other marks, you know, you could have told me, hey, we love you, and you won this show, but in the future, once you become a pro, we feel like maybe you should just soften up just a little bit. And I would have been like, okay, I understand. You know, hey, I hit another criteria, but I need to soften up a little bit. So that that was rough. And it took quite a while to – and I'm still – yeah, I'm still reeling off of it. I'm still trying to assess it all, and, and I do feel robbed. But there's nothing you can do about it. You just got to keep – moving forward and you can't dwell in the past you have to use it as a learning experience and now that I'm a pro it's weighing on me because I'm like well, what do I bring to the stage Mike Newman you know made a great point in our interview with each other I brought three different physiques and the two that I felt fit the criteria the best didn't win and the one that I brought to stage for the North American was a nice nice look but not the hardest I've been and it won and now I, I've been told from some of the promoters, hey, you need to bring back what you brought to the Diva and what you brought to Junior USAs. But I'm like, that didn't win. And now you're telling me it's going to win because I'm on the pro level? So I'm I'm definitely in a little bit of confusion right now. And, you know, that's kind of a tough one. And, you know, Kayla and I have touched on this several times before. And sometimes it does seem like mixed signals and you know, going from organization to organization, it does be just a little bit, and that's that's kind of just the long and short of it. And you know, and it doesn't take the the sting out of it when you bring. Because I've been there. I've been there. I've been told I was too hard, and then come back softer, and then I've been told I was too soft, and it happens. And it's it's 
it just kind of goes along with the territory. I'm not saying it's right, not necessarily saying it's wrong, um, but it is part of the sport, and you and, and you do have to keep that in consideration when to, when you're on the brink of that half pan of brownies because you might find yourself there. I, I would probably hazard a guess that there are several athletes out there that have been looking at that pan of brownies at one point in time trying to decide what they were going to do with themselves. But I think where I want to land on this one is I'm so glad that you decided to come back because, you know, I find, and in my own personal experience, it's really a disservice to yourself to let someone stop you from a goal that you are are chasing um, when you know you have it in you to get it, to obtain it. And so I'm very glad that uh, you made it back um, clearly vindicated and now you've got a whole you know a whole different future in front of you that you are trying to navigate and so my question to you then is are you going to take some time off to continue to work on your pro physique and maybe and maybe you don't you know need to do a lot of work but there is there is a difference even though you've been told you've got a pro form and I and I totally believe it there are a lot of pro bikini out competitors out there that have been working on their pro form for a while too. So are you going to jump into a pro stage right away? Or are you going to take some time to continue to build upon the foundation you've got? Well, I've been in hot season all year long and I'm definitely kind of mentally done with it. But at the same time, I know right hey, now hey. It's, it's easy to easier to post into another show and do my pro debut this year to get a feel for it. And not only that, but I mean, if I'm going to do a pro show, I'm, I'm a girl who's like, well, let's just take it all the way, all the way. Let's do the natural Olympia too. My whole thought process in doing it this year is, is getting the feel for it, you know? So that way I can go into the off season after the Olympia, if I were to do this all, and, and build and know exactly what a pro show feels like, know what the Olympia feels like, and then that way I can come into those those shows more relaxed and just look better on stage and be prepared mentally and just be like, okay, I need to come out there and, and do me and not be so stressed by the new stressors of being at the next level and trying to figure out and navigate that because I'll be like, all right, I've done this. I know what I need to do again. Let's get out there and get it done. So I am looking at the pro shows right now and weighing out my options. And I have told my coach that, hey, I want to take this week and next week and live a little bit of normal life. I mean, obviously, I'm kind of in a reverse. I'm not going out there and eating a crazy amount of food. But I am going to celebrate for the first time this year and eat some sushi for the first time this year. I love sushi, and I haven't eaten any. So I'm going to eat some sushi this evening. I'm super excited about that. But um, I told my coach, I said, hey, Considering where I'm at right now and my last, all my preps, we've done them all together, you know, how long do you think it would take me to cut down for a show and bring a pro physique? And he's, he's trained many pros, many, many pros. He's been in the industry for 30 years, so he knows. And he knows my body so much better now because we're, we've done four shows this year together, so he really knows how I respond to different things. Um, and, and he's like, you know what? He's like, where you're at, as long as you don't balloon up or go crazy, which he knows I'm not doing that. He's like, eight weeks and I can get you to stage, no problem. You don't have to do crazy amounts of cardio or anything like that. 
and, and you'll have a good physique that I feel will step on stage and, and make you, you know, a, a competitor, somebody, somebody who they have to stand tall against to beat. Well, I, I think you'll do well no matter what. I mean, you you work really hard at your craft, and obviously you you've uh, basically just taken it from other parts of your life to to craft it especially well. Now, you had a great time after the show, and I noticed you stuck around, and you did get some of the judges' feedback. Uh, how important is that for going on? You know, when when you see that even though you got first place, you still had the sense enough to say, all right, even though I won, what are some of the things that would help me improve? Now, with that information, how are you going to use that for the next time you you decide to step on stage? Yeah, I made sure that I stuck around for photos and to talk to some of the judges because, um, you know, I that was my third natural show, but this was a completely different board of judges than my first two shows because that was the same promoter, this was a different promoter. And in talking with them, you know, they really felt that my presentation was on point and I did really well with the T-Walk and, and, and with my quarter turns and everything. Um, they do I did get the feedback that, hey, you know, you're going to the pro level, so you've got to bring more to the stage. You're going to have to come in a little bit more conditioned than you did for this show, which I completely agree with. And I was happy to, I was happy to hear because I'm, I'm all about the conditioning and, and being shredded. I'm, I'm a shredded girl. I love to be shredded. So if you tell me to go more shredded, I'm the pony that's gonna that's gonna ride that that race and bring it to the end. So I'm definitely happy to hear that. I'm, I'm gonna bring shredded. And and you know just just step up my game, and and work on on hitting my poses a little bit better. You can always tweak more and more. And as you guys know, as being competitors, the more you lean out and the different ways you lean out, the more you have to tweak your posing as you get closer to stage because your body changes almost daily there in the last two weeks for me. So I'm just gonna keep working on that, and and I'm feeling comfortable at the stage, and I'm happy to hear that my presentation is great and I want to work on my key walk routine moving into the pro I now know that unless I have this wrong I now get a 90 second T walk instead of the 60 am I correct yes yes so I'm gonna be redoing my T walk and I've been trying to decide mentally whether I want to scrap my whole entire T walk and go hey now that we're pro I want to bring something completely new or whether now, now, I want to build on, on what on. I've done already hold on Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me interject. On most organizations, you have 90 seconds. In the PNBA, you're out there to do your thing. And if it runs over, that is fine with them. They want you to get as most out of your time as possible, and they don't really mind uh, letting that time run over, just so you know. Okay, awesome. Well, then that's good for me because I usually run a little bit longer. I have to learn how to do walk it. a little bit faster, but, but, but not it. walk too fast. So I look bad. So, and I do love my song that I picked out for this year. And all, everybody from the judging criteria is like, "Hey, this is an old school song, or we've never heard it." And I jam out to the lyrics. So I'm excited to bring more of that to stage because it does have some really cool verses that I would like to touch on and can make part of my routine and, and reach out to the audience in a way that I think is different than just being up there and presenting myself. I feel like it, my song reaches out to women. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that aspect of it and, and to bring more. And I know, you know, it's not necessarily something that's judged, but I, I do feel like it's judged at the same time because 
you have to be that overall person. You can't just bang it out in one part part of of the criteria and not in the other. True. True. I wasn't sure if there was more coming in after that or not. You still with us? No, yeah, I'm still with you. And I guess that's one of the judges okay, said to me, too, from one of the shows. They said, you know, hey, if there is a, something, you know, close and, and you guys are kind of tied in our mind, that T-Walk does, does play a factor because if, if one girl flopped it and the other girl rocked it, that's going to play in our heads and that's going to put one of you in front of the other. So I feel like every aspect, whether it's judged or not, is integral to, you know, bringing the success of bringing home that, that win for yourself. No doubt, no doubt, and that's a good point to uh, kind of end our conversation on uh, competing tonight. But before we get too far into the end of the show, um, would like to give you the opportunity to give a shout-out to anyone and everyone that has been with you and supportive to you uh, thus far on this journey you're on. Um, my big shout-outs have to go to my coach, Mike Mitchell, he's been amazing. He's dialed me in the best I've ever been for my three years of competing. And then, of course, I, I said her name earlier, and I'll say it again, Tara Thatcher. She is amazing with mindset, with bringing that community together behind the stage so that you're not alone, and with the T-Walk. So you got to reach out to her if you're lacking in posing. And then, of course, my husband, he is my rock. And, and my children, they're amazing. And then all the other people around me that just reach out and ask me how I'm doing and, and follow me on, on, my, on my stuff. I, I told a bunch of people from my win that the smallest ripple makes the biggest wave. So even though you don't think you're affecting someone, you, you really are. And, and they help push me to go for it one more time. So thank you to all of my fitness fam. You know, without you guys, I, I wouldn't have gone for this last push. And I'm so grateful that my time and, and it was my win and that I can finally compete at the next level that I have mentally been ready for and, and I want to take it on. So thank you to everyone who has supported me and told me not to give up. You're welcome. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun on this. And you you never know. Uh, one final note is you never know who you're inspiring because I had a couple people after my win reach out to me and say, you know what, we saw you get beat a couple of times when you should have definitely won, and now you've inspired me to keep going for it, even though I feel like I've had some bad beats because you, you did it, and here you are finally getting validation, and, and it pushes me to want to continue with the sport as well. So it's nice to hear that from other competitors. That's true. I mean, because, like I said, there is that will to want to stop, and it, it, uh, we definitely need that, that encouragement to keep going because there are people that follow us so much. I mean, and, and, and like, we don't – it's because I think we do get so self – I mean, so into self that we forget that there's plenty of people that are watching us from all aspects, from our job to our gym time to our workouts to everything family, friends, everybody's watching. And it's sad to say that a lot of times in this country, a lot of people are waiting for you to fail. And when you don't and you step up to the plate and hit that home run, they're the first ones to pat you on the back because they were also going to be the first ones to stab you in it. So, you know, I'm glad you didn't stop. I'm glad you didn't let the naysayers make you quit. And I'm glad. I am so glad you are now a North American champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And you got a profile. Yes, ma'am. There it is. Dan, what's up? You still there? Yes. Yep. So okay, take us home, girl. Thank take you. Home. I think we're ready for a Snickerdoodle shout-out. Hey, if she had Snickerdoodle, she'd have won all of her shows. That's all I'm saying. All right. Thanks so much, Jennifer, for joining us. On behalf of Jennifer, Kaylin, myself, and the boys from P for P Muscle, your body is a temple. So let's build it. What's Nick doing?